Welcome back to Brain Body Movement, the podcast for those interested in everything nutrition, training, and mindset. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Brock. Today's episode was a holiday special, so if you want to stay on track over the holidays, make sure you listen to this podcast. All right, enjoy the show. Ho, ho, ho. It's that time of year, Bradley. Ho, 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 yourself. The the, the Christmas cheer is in the air. It is, and if you're watching on video, you can tell that we are dressed for the occasion. (laughs) I mean, we are Santa's little Santa's little helpers doing the good work in regards to fitness and how to stay on track during the silly season or Christmas period. We are. So, we? You, do, so you don't end up looking like Santa. No, no. And if you want to, that's fine. Go ahead and that. This podcast <laughs> isn't for you. This is for the shredded, the shredded elf or anyone that uh, wants to keep on track and maybe even lose some over the holiday period. So, what are your thoughts? How how do you feel moving into like the holiday season? It's Christmas is obviously like a a religious thing, but obviously you don't have to be religious to celebrate Christmas. But I love Christmas. I I'm not a setting up a tree, setting up lights kind of guy. That's just not how I operate. But I love how everyone behaves around this time of year. Everyone is so joyful, and they they're much more friendly and happier and I just wish that could happen for the full full 12 months of the year. But I, I love Christmas for that reason and, and the attitude and mindset that people have and everyone's in, in good spirits and and the ideology of spending time with family, friends, loved ones. I think that should be practiced more often rather than just, okay, let's get together for Christmas. Why why can't we do it more often? Mm. So I, I love that aspect of it. Yourself? Yeah, definitely. I, I love Christmas. Yeah, yeah, man. I love, I love Christmas ever since I've grown up in that, just my my mum upwards of maybe like a few years ago still still put out, you know, pillowcases and stuff for us. Like we got pillowcases full of like <laughs> presents and stuff, which is great. I love it. I love how much she loved it, which probably made me love it as well. Um, and yeah, that time of just being around with all the family, playing, you know, playing sports or whatever and just like kicking the footy or cricket or, or something like that. Spring and then just seeing people's faces when they open up presents is is a great feeling, and um, <clears throat> it's like you said before, like it it'd be good if everyone had this kind of feeling around all the time. But the mm. thing with that is you wouldn't know if it was always like this, would you? This so, is true, very true. Yeah, you need that kind of contrast of now nah, it's time to work, and now it's like the festive season, as you always say, to just. Uh, get after it whether that be in the gym or just giving um i think this is a time of you know giving and that's why i think people really feel good is when they give gifts and unfortunately there are people out there that uh can't get gifts so just appreciate that we can do this kind of stuff yeah now speaking of the gift giving i quite like giving gifts but i am a horrendous gift receiver Mm. How about how about you? What's your, what's your thoughts on giving gifts, receiving gifts? Because I I'm a, I will put my hand up and say I am a terrible gift receiver. Like I don't yeah, know so. what it is. Uh, I don't know. I just I just don't like the gift receiving process. So mm. I, if- I I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. But giving gifts happily, and I, I don't know if that's to do with the emotion I can invoke in someone by giving them a gift, or whether it's an emotion invoked in me by receiving the gifts. But yeah, I'm just not the best gift receiver and I can guarantee that my family would vouch for that. Mm. Yeah. I remember you brought up on the podcast before that 
um, it was really hard for you to give gifts as well, like and flowers and that. And maybe that, uh, that not was necessarily that, totally different. That, that was just a mindset around flowers die. And why would I want to give someone a present that dies? Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So that was more my mindset there. I actually liked like giving gifts and, and yeah, seeing okay. the emotion that it creates in someone. But mm. flowers for me was like a, yeah, but they die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. actually giving you something that, that, that dies. Yeah, so cool. that, that that's where the mindset was there. But yeah, being able to see the emotion. And that's that's why I flipped because I was like, I could give this gift to someone and they could I could still see the emotion in them, even though it doesn't mean anything to me. And in, in my eyes, it dies. So mm-hmm. that's where the, the change of heart came from with the gift of giving giving flowers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, maybe it's just not your love language, mate. So gift giving is, but, but so how but, not receiving though? Like how would yeah. that work if someone gives you a gift? Like yeah, I I, I don't know. I'd I'd rather so if I I know that I know the love languages, and if I had to pinpoint, it would be quality time, and then probably physical touch would be my my one and two. Gift giving would probably be receiving so, gifts would probably down 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 the like bottom down like, up, down the bottom way down yeah yeah yeah. So but you love giving them. I love giving them, yeah, yeah, very, very strange, right? Mm. Oh well, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, um, yeah, I love, I love giving gifts. I, I don't mind receiving gifts. It's, it's still down the bottom of my love language as well. If you were to do that test or whatever, um, but I think when it comes to gifts as well, I do like when people put in effort of mm-hmm. like the actual gift itself, like. My family loves vouchers and I love vouchers as well. Like it's all good. But when you get a receive a gift or at least know that someone spent time on this gift or even if you spend time giving a gift as well, it just has a, a, a different meaning to it than, you know, obviously a voucher, which is like well and good. It it really, I heard this thing on a different podcast of make like a rule each time like Christmas comes around or something of giving a gift that you either make yourself or you find like you can do all the other stuff, but even just having like one of those two can really get you thinking of, okay, it doesn't always have to be about like spending so much money on on a gift. It can be like, oh, I found this like at the beach, like a shell or, or something, or I made this for someone. It may have been like the shittiest painting this person has made ever, but it's the thought that counts as well mm-hmm. and knowing that you've put in all this time and energy towards this certain present that you're going to give for someone. And I think that's what it's about, not so much the gift itself. Yeah, it's it's the thought and effort behind the gift. Mm. And I'm all for quick gifts, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's good when you do receive that. So the other thing I really like about the Christmas period is it's either Christmas Day or Boxing Day, but it's, it's one day of the year is I – We'll go through and it's usually after, to be honest, it's usually after Christmas lunch when I have a, a belly full of food and I'm comatose on the couch. I sit there and I have in a note section on my phone all my goals from, I think it's back from 2019 for the year. And I will do a, an analysis of like a tick that one off, cross that one off, tick that one off, cross that one off. And I'll go through and assess my success rate for the year on achieving what I set out to do on Christmas or Boxing Day the year prior. And then I will also write goals moving forward for next year. So I, I use sort of Christmas as a as a time to reflect and analyze and and set new goals and 
new new things that I want to achieve for the year. So I kind of like the signifying of that for me as well. Mm. But that that's just a personal level. I, I don't know too many others that use it for that for that purpose. But I mean, it comes around every year. It's the same date every year. It's pretty much the same occasion every year. So I I use it as like a checkpoint and an evaluation point for myself personally. Mm. Yeah, and and thinking about like it, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, I think the just catching up with friends and, and family. Because I remember the first time I heard of Christmas just not being a thing for everyone. I just thought it was just a thing for everyone. I, and then I, I was in high school and then I I heard this, like one of these girls was just like, yeah, we don't celebrate Christmas. I was like, you don't, what? What? What do you mean you don't? They're like, yeah, it's not in our religion. I was like, oh, okay. So now you're like, all right, what what is it all about of like bringing people together and stuff, which is a great thing. Um so we're going to go through some stuff of uh, ways to keep on point with your with your health, fitness, nutrition, all this kind of stuff. So if you don't want to end up like Santa, you want to end up like a shredded shelf. Sh- a, sh- a shredded shelf? No, no. Every- shredded oh, elf on a shelf. <laughs> shredded elf. Uh, listen closely because we're going to give you some good tips, I think. Yeah, everything everything we just touched on there though is the main focus point that we want to really drive home in regards to to Christmas. So mm-hmm. it's the the taking time out, spending time with family and friends. That's the main focus point. So that should, that should be top priority, priority number one. The stuff that we're about to go through now should be priority number two in how do I maintain my health and fitness whilst keeping this top priority of spending time with family and friends and not being the twat that brings Tupperware to Christmas lunch. So. We'll give yeah. you some tips on how to do that now. That's it. No one likes that twat. Tupperware tup, tup twat. <laughs> Your uh, word holes having a, a bit on today, mate. <laughs> oh, that's all, right. that's all right. That's all right. So the first point we want to talk about is nutrition. Now, nutrition is obviously quite pivotal in maintaining a healthy body composition. And we say 80% nutrition, 20% training. I would even argue it's maybe like 90% nutrition, 10% training. So nutrition is the key cornerstone. And there is several strategies you can do around the Christmas period of how you manage your calories and, and whatnot to go through. And we'll go through them now. And the first one leading up to Christmas is banking, potentially banking calories, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bank, banking your calories. So when you're, when you're banking calories, you can do it a few ways. Obviously, banking means saving a few before you go into set day. So Christmas this year is on a Sunday. So you can start banking your calories either a couple days before or throughout the whole week. So let's say oh, Christmas time, give yourself probably two to 3,000 calorie buffer. I don't know. What do you think? Probably about that. <laughs> yeah, so, about a 2,000 calorie yeah, buffer. Yeah. So if you want to maintain your weight over the over the week, that's, that's at least a 500 calorie deficit right there. So if you're putting yourself into about a 500 calorie deficit from say Monday to the Saturday, I think you got a really good buffer going in to that Sunday and you might even um, not, you probably might even lose some weight, like some fat. And then that Christmas uh, food will actually just fill up the glycogen stores even. So you might not even gain any weight on Christmas, which is a bonus. Um, you can do it of on the day as well. So say um, you've got Christmas lunch, so you just skip breakfast and that's just like taking a whole meal out. So that's like seven, 700 calories roughly, depending on how big your breakfast is sometimes. If you're already a breakfast skipper um, and then you have your lunch, we'll talk about like obviously what to 
do throughout the area of food when you do it but like you could just skip out on dinner as well depends like it depends on like what you want to do we don't want to make it so i'm going to have all this food and then i'm just going to like go no food for the restrict, next yeah know. and restrict we're just doing this strategically of like moving calories around throughout the day so say you have 3000 right you have three meals throughout the day of 3000 and we know that christmas you could upwards of like an extra 2000 calories roughly so if you're going to go up to 5000 calories so let's take one meal away which is a thousand calories from say breakfast put that onto your say your lunch there's a thousand calories and you can maybe pull from your dinner as well of like another 500 or even a thousand it just depends but just note that it might be easier doing the strategy of 500 throughout the whole week instead of like trying to stuff around like on the day of like all right i'm going to skip breakfast have all this food for like lunch and then not have anything for dinner and then you might go into the restrict binge mentality of like no nah, i like am so hungry right now so it might be better just doing it like starting this will come out on the tuesday so you have yeah a few where's it five days yeah you have five days so if you start now um your christmas might be a lot easier than if you leave it to the actual day and try and work around that because it might even be easier having like a an apple and a and a shake before your meal, so you fill up slightly and you're not binging on absolutely everything at Christmas. Which is, you know, it's Christmas time. Of course, we love talking about food, of enjoying it, and that which we will in a bit. Um, but that's one way that I would structure banking your calories. I don't know if you've got another way that you yeah. would do it. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Um, two thousand is probably a good mark, but I mean, two thousand is also a lot of food. That's just with food. The, Imagine the yeah, alcohol with, on top. And... Yeah, with with the with the calorie dense nature of the foods that you're eating over Christmas, it's probably a safe mark. Um, five days beforehand, you could just save 400 calories a day leading into it, and then you you have your 2,000 calorie buffer. I do want to touch on, let's say you don't do any prep work or leading work beforehand, you overindulge in Christmas. Don't go and restrict your calories that next day as a punishment for overeating. That's just. Get back on track. Start with health, health conscious actions. Christmas happened. So what? So be it. You had fun. You lived your life. Just get back on track. Don't don't get into that. Okay, I've done something bad. You haven't done anything bad. You enjoyed yourself on Christmas. It's what people do. It's just a part of life. It's only Christmas once in 2022 in your entire life. You made the most of it. So just get back on track the next day. If, if you're really worried, you can go for a long walk or do some training, but we'll move on to training later. So let's talk on, let's change topic and discuss food choices and how you can tackle food choices on Christmas itself. And what would be your recommendations for food choices? Yeah. So on special occasions like this, usually I'm not one for like pointing out like what foods to have, but usually it's best to just load up on high rich protein sources and veggies as well and then after you've kind of had all that then fill up your plate with all your other like high carbohydrate high fat kind of meals and that what i found is that if you go for the high calorie high fat kind of foods first it you'll just be a lot more hungry and then you'll just tend to overeat which isn't bad on christmas but it's like if you want to be strategic and you want to try little bits of everything um it's a good strategy just to to fill up on your protein and uh, veggies first before going for like 
Although I do love the old, um, what is it, potato bake? Oh my gosh, yeah, that's where it's at. Um, so that's what I would say about that. And also, like, I wouldn't eat like stuff that you can get from just a normal supermarket. So if you're around family and friends and that, and they're bringing different dishes, like things that you wouldn't normally eat on a normal day, go for them. Like you can get your packet of chicken. I can get my caramelly koalas anytime I want. Like I'm not going to get some honey joys, you know, on a normal day or like mum's famous, I don't know, potato bacon and stuff like this. So these are the things that it's, that makes Christmas what it is, is, is the different types of food people bring and the different um, taste buds that will get into your mouth instead of just your normal. I'm just going to fill up on like kettle chips before we eat. It's like yeah. try try if you can avoid i would avoid all that all that food that you can get anytime you want and then go for the food that you don't normally see and i obviously load up on that those um those meats and veggies first personally or at least fill up your plate with most of them and then just have bits and pieces of of the other stuff and then once you've had that first initial meal then you can go for seconds if you want and then try all the other stuff i am the exact same as you so i'm not a big like for me the breakfast food that is consumed on christmas is consumed majority of the time throughout the year. So I tend to do the strategy we we're talking about earlier, and I tend to to skip breakfast nine times out of ten. And I will, I will often have something small like a little baked goods that mum mum makes for Christmas: apricot balls, rum balls, bit of Christmas slice, or whatever it may be. I might have one or two of them. I'll have lunch, and then after lunch, it's a free for all. I'm nose diving into all of them. But I, I do have the, the same approach as you. I still want to make sure I get insufficient protein. I still want to make sure I get in micronutrients. But once I've done that, gloves are off and I'm like, okay, I've, I've ticked the boxes of protein for, for muscle yeah. retention, muscle repair. Um, I've ticked the, the health and micronutrient box to make sure that I can still function somewhat well. Now I'm just purely in it for enjoying myself. And anyone that says food is fuel is a twat because food mm. is so much more than just fuel. Yeah. Like this is an occasion where... If the food invokes a different emotion in you. So food is food is not just fuel. It's used for cell. Like we have a cake that is designed specifically for birthdays. It is called birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Like food is not just fuel. So there, there's emotion that can come from um, food and there, there, there's celebratory events that are, are focused around food. So don't view food as fuel on Christmas. It's something to enjoy and evoke emotion in you and family members and to be shared together and yeah, I'm 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 the very much same approach as you. Protein first, um, veggies or salad to cover health, and then whatever you want afterwards. Seconds, thirds, fourths, whatever, <laughs> whatever, 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 whatever it may be. Yeah, and, for and sure. enjoy all the treats that are only on a Christmas occasion. So, yeah. like you, you with your kettle chips and times three caramello koalas, minimum. Uh, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> I can get them anytime. Can, yeah. yeah, they can be enjoyed whenever, but that the Christmas food is just on Christmas Day. So make the most of that and enjoy that because it's not here year round. Yeah, and take the sec- uh, take the um, leftovers as well because usually there's Christmas leftovers and that's good for a, the, the next like few days, you know, all your meats and that and pump that up, mate, for sure. <laughs> okay, so now that we've covered the food side of things and the obvious overindulging that we will both be doing, Let's talk about liquids. Uh, we'll start with with water first, the essential one, the one that you yeah. need. Yep. Now, sure. uh, water can potentially prevent you from overeating as much too. So you still want to stay, you still want to stay hydrated. 
it is essential in the human body, so you should be consuming water. And uh, I know you're a big fan of breakfast beers, Bradley, but I'm assuming you don't recommend breakfast beers on Christmas. Or maybe you do. Here we go. I'm about to find out. <laughs> so, so I'm not going to wake up and have a breakfast beer because I usually I train in the morning. So, but there's definitely going to be beers or whatever I end up drinking on Christmas Day, whatever time it is. It starts at 11. So that'll probably be the earliest that I actually have one. Um, but yeah, it's very important to have water for that reason because most people do drink alcohol on Christmas. And obviously, alcohol is a diuretic and it will dehydrate you. And being in the Southern Hemisphere, Christmas time is not cold. It's, it's a sweaty mess. It's a sweaty yeah. mess. So for our Southern uh, Hemisphere listeners out there, um, it, this is a lot more important than the Northern Hemisphere where it's very cold and probably snowing for some of them. <laughs> so make sure you're hydrated. Just like what we normally speak about, if you have a bottle around, it's going to be a lot easier. Um, if you are drinking alcohol, try and have like a one-to-one. If you can remember, if you don't get too drunk, <laughs> that's another one. Um, no one really likes... Um, a drunk person on Christmas that's that's not uh, that's not a good look, and you're not really being present with your family if you are going to be drunk on Christmas, in my personal opinion. So it's important. Um, and yeah, I will I will be having a, a few drinks. I'm going to keep it on the lower calorie side if, as much as I can, um, whether that be a lower calorie beer or a cider or a liqueur that will be in the less less um darker spirits and more like a gin or a vodka or something with like a sugar-free mixer um and just obviously make sure i'm not going to have too many because i'll probably have to be driving and i'm driving up to my sister's which is in the hills and there's going to be obviously a lot of people on the road so it will be a lot um a lot more dangerous if you are having more than a few drinks that and don't drive obviously so um, obviously it's going to be more RBTs out, but that's not my concern. My concern is other people on the road. Um, if they're drinking a lot more as well, it's a, it's a higher risk, I think in the holiday seasons. Um, and so that's, a, there's also a reason why there's more RBTs out. So just obviously not have too many. If you're at home, obviously it's going to be a lot easier for you to over consume alcohol and it tastes great. But if you can avoid, having like your high calorie cocktails and stuff, or if you are going to have cocktails, make it so they're a lot lower in, in sugar um, or at least calories and have those. Very hard to do though. Mixes very hard to do with certain cocktails. So I don't know, mixes with like orange juice and whatever. So try and find alternatives that have a lower calorie consumption because um, it's usually just one that they want, usually just to start off with. Oh, I just want to enjoy this. Take your Instagram photo and then get on like <laughs> cleaner alcohols for later, you know? <laughs> like, so no one really wants to see you having third, fourth. This is my fifth cocktail. Like, no one's really going to post that unless they're like, I don't know, Dan Belzerian or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm not a big drinker, as I've said before. So I'll be on the waters. I'll probably have my water on the rocks on Christmas. But, um, yeah, if, if you are to drink, then I would lean towards your lower calorie drinks. So, like, a, like a low cal or no carb beer or something like that, or a or a, a lighter spirit, so a vodka, a gin, something like that, and you can have that with a low cal mixer, and it doesn't do as much damage to that calorie budget as it would a higher calorie beverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, and just make sure that you have 
had something in your system before you start drinking um, just to slow down the digestion of the alcohol. Um, it's not going to soak up the alcohol like a lot of eating people think. Eating is cheating, Bradley. Eating is cheating. <laughs> well, I want to be okay <laughs> for the Christmas. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's important just to have some sort of food in there just so it's got something in your stomach for the alcohol just to not soak up, just like slow down the digestion um, yeah. of alcohol into your system. Okay, is that pretty much all you wanted to cover surrounding nutrition? Just, just another thing on... Um, the food options. If you are at a place where you're the only one that's on your health journey and you know you're going to a place where there's not going to be healthy food, just make your own, bring your own healthy foods like chicken and salads and I don't know, hams or whatever. Bring that to the actual event instead of gambling on going somewhere where there might not be it. So you're like, oh, I wonder if they've got healthy food there and then just rock up and you're like, nah, didn't think so. Whereas like be prepared and, and bring your own plate. One, you're given like your family like more food to, you know, share around, which is great as well. And two, you've got a healthy option if you don't like the other stuff. Like you might not even like the shit people make as well. <laughs> so yeah. At least you're make at least you're bringing something with love to your fr- family or friends or whoever you're celebrating with. Um, and you're you're a part of something as well so you can even make like some protein balls or something you know yeah some christmas protein balls exactly <laughs> chuck some rum in yeah. there who knows it's so just to uh just because i don't want people to be that kind of person i'm glad you said bring a plate mm-hmm. so <laughs> brad's not implying that you be the tupperware tool and you bring a pre-packaged meal of tupperware to christmas and you eat completely separately to your entire no. family no bring a bring a plate that can be shared with everyone Mm-hmm. Or like you touched on, if you're if you're not sure if there will be a healthier option for you, and you are health conscious and and want to stay on track over over Christmas, then you could just ask them and be like, "Hey, is there going to be a, a salad? Is there going to be um, mm. a lean protein sauce like a turkey or a chicken or a ham or whatever it may be?" Mm. You can just ask ahead. Like a little bit of forward thinking goes a long way. We've preached that before. A little bit of forward thinking in regards to how you set up your week. When you're going to train, when you're going to eat, goes a long way. It's the same exact same principles apply with Christmas. Just a little bit of forward thinking will go a long way to help you staying on track surrounding food and enjoying Christmas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm not saying like weigh out your you know 180 grams of chicken. Yeah, no, t- no Tupperware tools. No, no, it's like bring a plate so you can share it with people. Like if if you like, because sometimes yeah, you might not even like the shit people eat. Like people yeah. make so wise man once said choose memories over macros <laughs> yes they did <laughs> put that on a t-shirt for sure <laughs> okay so that's the nutrition side of thing covered and how we would approach it so having a strategy of, of banking calories or skipping breakfast or skipping dinner or whatever it may be to allow for an overindulgent in in food on on the actual day and choosing christmas food over food that you can get regularly Prioritizing your protein first, staying hydrated, and opting for low-calorie alcoholic beverages if you are to drink. Now let's go to the training side of things. So we're a little bit different in this. Mm. You like to train on Christmas. I don't. So I'll let you take the floor first and tell me your approach to the training side of things surrounding Christmas. Yeah, I love training Christmas Day because usually it's like later on in the day and I'm not waking up with... um like my whole family. So it's like 11 o'clock this year. 
So I'll, I'd love to get up around, you know, have a, have a session in at like eight or nine. And then I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll for like eating all the foods. And it's not that <laughs> it's not that I'm training. So then I can eat the food. It's like, I just feel so much better when I have trained and then I know I've got a good lift in and then, um, probably, um, also got rid of a bit of glycogen stores as well. So then I can have more carbohydrates because I don't run high carbohydrates normally. So that's another good reason as well. And using, using that, um, that food as, as a recovery, um, for my training too, I just feel a lot better. Um, there's, there's nothing worse than knowing that I'm going to overindulge on a day and then not work out. Um, I've tried to work out afterwards and I'm just too tired, especially for having like a lot of food and then the drinks start flowing as well. And then I'm like, I can't be bothered, um, training afterwards because that's the thing just get it over and done with in the morning and then it just sets your day up a lot better so i really enjoy lifting in the morning it's not a crazy amount it's just maybe like 45 minutes in and out probably supersets just to smash it out um because i don't want to spend too much time like especially if i'm with the missus as well um i just want to get in out and then um enjoy the enjoy the rest of the day um and we'll talk about other other um things that we we do that involve exercise, um, but that's what I usually like to do in the mornings um, before I meet up with all the other rest of the old fam. So the, the key there is the mindset. And the thing that I really liked that you said is that you're not training to earn your food or earn your calories. You're training because it makes you feel good throughout the rest of the day and it sets your day up for success. Now, the other thing I like, I'm personally not a, not a trainer on Christmas Day, as I said before, but the other thing that I like about potentially training in the morning and training first thing before you um, go and meet up with family for lunch or dinner, whatever it may be, is when you start your day with a health-conscious action, a lot of the decisions that flow after that throughout the day will be based around that health-conscious action at the start of the day. So it's like, oh, I've done this healthy thing. Okay, let's let's continue on that that healthier trend. So that is another reason why. I can get on board with people wanting to train Christmas morning. Personally, I've got a lot of little brothers. I mm. like seeing their faces open the presents first thing in the morning. So I am pretty much straight out to mums mm. and I'm watching them do their thing. So I, yeah. I'm not a lifter first thing in the morning. But not lifting is very different to not moving. So I still move my body and I'm still active throughout the day. So there is some things that you can do throughout the day. Like after you eat a meal, you can go for a short walk and that will one help with digestion so you can eat more Christmas food. <laughs> That's it. And it, it'll um, boost your activity levels and potentially burn a little bit of calories if that's what you're really worried about doing. But move it, it'll move blood around the body, move oxygen around the body, nutrients around the body. So I would encourage or advise people that if you are feeling a bit lethargic after eating a big meal, just go for a short walk as it will aid in digestion and like I said, allow you to eat more food. Yeah, exactly. And it's get the whole family going, you know, go for a nice walk if they're up for it. And that's more bonding and time with them as well. Because um, we have like a, my parents have a park just around the other side. So usually we go like, sometimes we go for like walks in that. Or if we don't do that, we'll get the old cricket set out. And that's like yeah. one of the, like, whether it's my dad's side, because we do my dad's side a bit before we do the, my mum's, like, um, the direct family, sorry. Um, so that's always great, like getting a lot more people out there and having you before and after we do that. So it's uh and then just seeing, you know, people that wouldn't normally play a sport or move much, 
get out there and try and have a hit and have a catch is it's just really really wholesome to see so if you are in a position that you can get the old cricket bats out or even just kicking the footy or soccer ball or whatever it is a basketball um shoot some hoops or whatever go go ahead and and do that like usually people go out to parks or um that have like have a beach of, yeah beach and stuff like go for a swim afterwards um it's all sweet like being active on christmas day will make you feel a lot better and i know everyone's gonna like go on the couch for a little bit but you can avoid that if you are moving up and stuff and getting that digestion going then instead yeah. of just like sitting down and watching a movie which you can watch a movie any time of the day unless it's a christmas movie <laughs> <laughs> so for, for me that's that's where i would lean towards when i suggested walks before it's, it's being active with the family mm. so my usual family tradition is we've got a game called mulky have you heard of mulky before i haven't please tell so f- for you scandinavian folks up north i'm pretty sure it's a it's a scandinavian game so you can play this in the, in the snow it's just sort of like a, a triangle shape up of sticks and you've got a another stick in your hand and you throw it and you try and knock them over and they've got numbers on them okay. and you've got to score exactly 50. Yeah, so right. there's a, there's a bit of movement back and forth, collecting your stick that you've thrown or log that you've thrown towards the other, other logs. Mm. So there's that cricket. We um, throw my brothers in the pool. Um, what else is there? Kicking the footy. There's, there's, there's plenty of sports and it can be whatever sport you like, but it can involve the whole family and you can get people moving that n- normally wouldn't move, but because they're in the moment and enjoying time with families and friends, they'll, they'll get involved in it. So yeah, that would be my encouragement is have something to eat and then mm. play with the family, get, get outside. But it's, it's much easier for us in the Southern hemisphere it where it's probably going to be 35 degrees to say, get outside. But maybe if you're in that, in the Northern hemisphere and it's snowing, Grab a toboggan and yeah, and, and and go and make snow angels or have a snowball yeah. fight or yep, whatever it exactly. may be. There's there's plenty of things that you can do. You're not limited because it's snowing or because it's cold. Yep. Yes, you have to wear a lot of layers, but I mean, stay active. It'll it'll, yeah. it'll benefit you long term to continue to stay active. You you you're retraining those habits, and you don't want to just break a habit because it's because it's Christmas. You want to you want to stay active and go. I am an active person and and ingrain that in yourself. Yeah, for sure. Find like an ice somewhere that like that's frozen over. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe go to an ice arena or whatever. Like, and that 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 would be a lot of fun. Like, I remember being in Germany and seeing snowfall for the first time. It's it's amazing. Obviously, for people that it's it's normal too. That's just like what they do. But yeah, I love the snowball fights and stuff because when the thing with like that kind of stuff as well, being active, like you don't even realize you're running around and using up all this energy and that's the best thing about it is when you're having fun and you're moving at the same time and really nourishing your body digesting that food or whatever it is and you don't even realize it until you sit down and you're like ah, all right i'm done give me another drink or something <laughs> and yeah obviously hydrate um but yeah that's that's probably one of my um, favorite parts of christmas is doing those activities with friends and family like the presence is great and all, uh, but I just love getting the whole family around and being together and and doing something active because I am obviously an active person and that's just like ingrained in me. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and love and love doing that. Obviously, you can play games as well. Um, try and try and make that. I don't know more active as well if you can. Uh, it's it's always more competitive active. in my household. Always competitive. Yeah, I am. I know you're listening, family. You're not going to beat me in Mulky, not a single game. 
Oh, look never have, never have, never will. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a trainer on Christmas. However, because I will overconsume on Christmas Day, I do make sure I lift the following day. So my mindset is I've had these calories. Let's put them to use. My mindset isn't I've had all these calories. I need to punish myself and work off the food. My mindset is okay. I'm going to have a surplus of energy. Let's put that energy to loose uh, to, to use and try and gain some strength. Try and build some muscle and mm. really strive and push hard in the gym with all the extra fuel that I've consumed the day before. So although I may not be a trainer on Christmas and I just move and, and do activities with my family. I do try and make sure that I lift the next day. Mm, but the boxing test match is on the next day. Yeah, right. it starts at 10, starts at 10 brother. You've got, you got plenty of time in the morning. Plenty of time in the morning. And you can come back and kick back and watch the boxing day test. For those of you that aren't Australian, that is a pivotal part of the Christmas season is the boxing day test. Cricket, if yeah. uh, we didn't say it before. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a good one. I love lifting in the morning. Um, and then, yeah, just another note of like, if you've got young family as well, you can also make like some games out of like light exercise. If you don't lift in the morning and you wanted to, you could do like some push-ups with them, make it a competition, do some squats, put them on your shoulders, do some lunges, all this kind of stuff, helping them like using them as weight as well, like bicep curls and stuff like that. And you could just incorporate incorporate it in the day as well and it's fun for them because the, the smile on their face when you start lunging them is just it's very wholesome that's for sure <laughs> so yeah try that if you wanted to lift but you know your missus didn't let you or something just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah try to incorporate it in throughout the day but again you've got the next day to do it so it's only one day so yeah. if you like doing it do it if not that's fine Okay, so you did mention it's only one day. We've covered nutrition. We've covered training. Now, one day of the year, I've done the maths for you all, is 0.003% of your year. So one day. So it's a very small fraction of your year. So ultimately, what you want to do is you want to make sure you enjoy Christmas and spending time with your family and friends. You don't want any of the tips that we've mentioned previously to become a stress or like, oh, I've got to worry about this or oh, I've got to worry about that. Mm. The top priority, as I mentioned at the start, is that you enjoy Christmas with family and friends. These are just some tips and tricks you can implement if you do want to stay on track. But ultimately, if you go off track and you overindulge way too much, so be it. It is what it is. I'll be doing the latter. I'll be overindulging way too much. I will not be training. I will, I will just be enjoying Christmas and time with family and friends. So ultimately, that is the number one tip that we, that we really want to pu mm -hmm. push home. And there are a few other things that we do want to touch on surrounding Christmas and you being a health conscious person as you're listening to a health and fitness podcast and what not to do. Mm -hmm. So number one, we've already touched on it. Yeah. No Tupperware. Yeah. Fuck the Tupperware but, off. Yeah. But chuck the Tupperware out. It, it can resurface on Boxing Day if you really like. But ditch the Tupperware. No one thinks you're hard for taking an Instagram story of you eating Tupperware at Christmas lunch. I feel Tupperware, eating a Tupperware lunch, <laughs> lunch yeah. for Christmas. Mm. I, I look at those stories of people doing that and I'm like, oh, wow, I really feel sorry for you. You're not engaging in what the whole family is doing and you're, you're segregating yourself from the moment, from the experience. So don't be that guy or girl. Okay. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like I've been there and it's 
have I? No, not on Christmas, but I've been there like at restaurants and stuff and seen it firsthand. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, not going to do that again. Like, like you said, like we try and preach this whole time. This is about family or friends. If that's who you're seeing on the day of being around it and sharing the love. And um, there's no one. <laughs> Where's an old fucking Tupperware tool, Tim, or whatever? Sorry if there's a Tim listening out there, but don't need it. Really don't need it. That is not healthy. One bit, it's not healthy. So we preach that this is a time for love, you know, and that's the healthy part, not the fucking Tupperware. Yeah. Okay. Point number two of what not to do: no preaching. <laughs> if someone's if if someone's eating something that's not exactly health conscious, or and you're like, oh, they shouldn't be eating that. Don't go and smack their hand and be like, I can't believe you're eating that or I can't believe you're going back for seconds or you can't can't believe you're going, shut your mouth, let people do what they want to do. They are your family members after all. It's all about love and enjoyment with family. It's not about preaching and, oh, I'm on my high horse of, oh, I'm eating so healthy. Rah, rah, rah. You do you, let them be them and you can save any preaching if you really must do it for a later time in the year because you don't want to cause friction on Christmas. No, not at all. And the only exception is if they ask, which has happened to me many a times because people know that we're personal trainers. It might not happen to you if you're not a trainer, but um, usually in family events and stuff like this, you do get asked a lot about <clears throat> nutrition and all that kind of stuff. And you just give as much as you can, but just I, I do preach that um, it's it's more about family than it is about the food right now. Family over food for Christmas. Put that one on a t-shirt, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't preach it out and go like, oh, you going up for seconds? Are you really going to eat that? Like, yeah, we speak about, you know, don't have caramel koalas or kettle chips on the day. But if you're going to have it, I'm not going to say it. I'm like, oh, don't have that. Have this other stuff. It's just easier for us on a podcast to say it. So we're not directly talking to people, but they can take it the way that they want. Um, but I would never say it like out in, the, out in the open with my family and that like that's their life. They want to enjoy it just as much as I do. And they probably may um have been on a massive journey and I wouldn't even know unless they tell me. So you don't know what people uh, have done throughout the whole week. They may have listened to this podcast and then and banked you know, calories. Yeah, bank calories <laughs> and then loaded it up and you have no idea. So yeah, keep it, keep it, keep it cut, just uh and talk about, you know, how how amazing it is to see them. Okay, and the third point and final point of what not to do is to have any regrets. It should just be living in the moment, enjoying the food, enjoying time with family and friends. There's no need to punish yourself with cardio or training afterwards. There's no need to feel guilty about, oh, I ate this and I shouldn't have. Just no regrets. Enjoy enjoy the foods. Enjoy the time with family and friends and uh, have a jolly old time. Yeah. You, that's exactly right. You got to have a jolly old time. So no regrets with an A. It's the only regret that you don't want. So we uh we do wish you a happy holidays. You got anything else that you want to say to the? the folks nah, out that's there? it, brother. Yeah, we in, wish in. everyone has a, a great holiday coming up this weekend. Uh, when whenever you're listening to this, this doesn't have to be just Christmas. It can be any day where you think there's going to be a big day. So in America, there's I think Thanksgiving and all this yep. kind of stuff, or whatever religion that you are. <clears throat> just use these tips and tricks if you want to stay on track. And again, we preach it's mainly about family um, and living in the moment than it is about dialing in your shit for one day of the year. Yep. So if you've got a Tupperware tool, Tim, in your family. Or a stress head Susie who's worried about food, it may be beneficial for you to share this to your Instagram story 
and share it with friends and family who you feel it may benefit. The more ears we can get it in, the better. So that's it for today's episode. We just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. We really appreciate the support. It's been a fantastic 2022. But before we go, if we can leave you with a few things, make your damn bed, get your steps in, and be kind to one another. Cheers. So uh, in conclusion, it's one day of the year, 0.003%. Enjoy time with family and friends. And uh, from both Brad and I, have a happy and safe silly season. Yep. And uh, that's it, yeah? Yeah, much love. Do you still want me to sign off? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's a good sign. Because I, I, I thought that was sweet. That was sweet.